Here we go! My name is Bubba. My name is Anna. And you're tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Hey, if you have no idea who we are, I am just always baffled by that. Why, how'd you find us? <laughs> What's... Uh, have you heard from someone who just found us out of the blue, though? Yeah. Who? Oh, well, I, I can't, you can't like say any names. But... Yeah, a redacted... You'll tell me later. I'll give you their social security number, and then you can figure it out. I just haven't heard any of it. I've heard, like, people who are really close to us, but and are like, hey, listen to your podcast, and I'm like... That still weirds me out. How do you know about the podcast? That still weirds me out. Because <laughs> hey, we don't always talk fine. about it with hey, my it's friends. it's fine, it's fine. But if you did find us somewhere other than, I guess, normal channels, like, just, you're saying people that we know, like... Like, if you, you know, normal channels being, like, a person who hangs out in the LTN community or something. I would consider that a normal. Well, I was I was piggybacking on what you were talking about. Our friends that know oh. us. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. yeah. Either way, if you found us <laughs> anywhere other than what Anna might deem as a normal channel, you're going to want to go over to lovethynerd.com and check out all of the super dope stuff that we have and so much more stuff coming. So just be ready. Prepare your hearts now. Um, some might say... Uh, gird your loins. Nope. No. Nope. N- nope. They're not going to say that about this. You know, we haven't talked about it. Just go to lovethynerd.com because um, <laughs> I'm about to move on to something completely ridiculous right now. Um, also, hey, we've got LTN Con coming, coming up, and I want you to know about that. I want you to be there. I want you to experience it. If you are going to be able to make it to Southern Indiana the weekend of October the 13th. Our actual show times are 14th through the 16th of October in southern Indiana, New Albany, Indiana, ltncon.info. Do they call southern Indiana so in? Ugh, I hope not. (laughs) So in. Come on down to so in. I hope not. SoCal, so in. Ugh. Uh, No, they're cooler than that. They have to be. Is Indiana known for being cool? Uh, it's known for being cooler I think than California that. is known for being cool. Indiana is known for being normal. I don't think I, I think I think it's just the baseline for normal. They're just they don't consider themselves southerners in southern Indiana, but ten minutes away in Kentucky, they're southern through and through to the bone. Okay, well. Yeah, weirds me out. Anyway, that's what we're going to have LTNCon. You should come and hang out with us. Um, like I said, LTNCon.info. Do yourself a favor. Go and figure it out. If you're a local to that area, please stop by. We actually have a special discount code if you are local. And Ooh. do yourself a favor. Go and stop by Sojourn New Albany so that you can get that promo code. Shouldn't you give the discounts to the people who have to travel farther? No, it makes too much sense. (laughs) I can't give, I I mean, yeah, it's no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice try, far people. Hey, the the farther you travel, the deeper the discounts. 
No. No. That's okay. the, I'm literally the opposite of what I just said. <laughs> anyway, lovethynerd.com for all the cool stuff and ltncon.info for the even cooler event that we have going on. Hey, Anna. What? <laughs> Our entire family is running on fumes right now. Mm, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I notice it when the children get up in the morning. Uh-huh. And they are zombies. Yes. And I'm talking like sometimes Levi, he is seven. Correct. Nailed you it. looked like you were asking me a question. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for validation. Okay. And, um, yes, he's seven. Okay, I knew it, knew it the whole time. He's seven years old. Sometimes he will come out in the morning. I get him up at six o'clock because I got to go meet the bus at 630. He will come out if if he gets up. Right when I tell him. Sometimes he, he kind of stirs and then goes right back to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's every morning for me. And he will come out and then be half-dressed-ish. Mm-hmm. Shoes, who knows? They're scattered to the four winds. And he'll just lay his little head and face right down on the carpet in the living room. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, so the later it gets in the week, the more of that you have. Tomorrow is Friday. As we record this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For now, so, yeah, I guess. So um, we're get we're scraping the bottom of mm-hmm. the morning energy barrel right now. They're like all the way done with getting up. They need they need some recharge, and um, so apparently, do we? I don't know. So this morning, I have no excuse really because you, you know, the last three days. Mm-hmm. I've gotten out two days. I took Tomorrow a break. will be I took the a third. One day break. Tomorrow will be the third. Yeah. That you have, if you get up, <laughs> we did, we haven't talked about this anyway. Um, you've been getting up to get the kids ready for the bus. Yes. Getting up earlier than me. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock. But I got up, you know, around seven. Rolled or so. out of bed at noon. No, I did not. <laughs> No, because I, you know, have to get up and work on school with Caleb and stuff like that. I just felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I had a headache. Yep. And was so, like, it just felt like I had woken up wrong. That's how I felt. (laughs) And I I frequently feel like that. And you, uh, many mornings when you get up, you make the coffee, mm-hmm. like when you get up and you didn't this morning. Thursdays it, are different which for is, me. It's okay. Like I'm I, not, I'm I, not complaining. I've got it's Matt just, and Bub in the morning on Thursdays. It's just my preamble. That, yeah. So I came in and said, did you make the coffee? And you said, I didn't. And I said, okay. So I went to go make the coffee. No problem. And she that says. was your mistake. Child's play. Because any old idiot can make a cup of coffee. I grind the beans and I put them in the basket and, you know, start the coffee. I, it beeps at me to tell me it's done. Mm -hmm. And I pick up the pot and I'm like, geez, this feels so empty. Oh, have I been working out? What is going on here? What? And so I start to investigate like, it has a feature that it won't brew while the drip stop is on, so it couldn't be that. And I try to open the basket, and it's all the way full of coffee. And I'm like, wait, what? Anna, why did, Why would that be full? Did I, did I not put the filter in? Anna. No Miriam. filter. 
That's my middle name, Anna Miriam. <laughs> my mom used it when she was frustrated with me when I was a child. Sorry. And when I'm frustrated with myself, I use yeah, it on myself. Use... Anna Miriam. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah. So, um, I went and told you coffee's going to be a few more minutes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> and you came out and said, I will do it. I will handle it. I will fix the mistake, <laughs> was, which was not as straightforward as you believed it would be. No, it, absolutely not. It involved um, <laughs> multiple uh, attempts at filtering yes. the coffee mm -hmm. and the grounds, both mm -hmm. of them. Um, by the way, everybody, we have like a number four cone shaped filter and it has to have something to rest on on the bottom because if you're holding it in a cup, trying to filter stuff through the bottom will fall straight out hypothetically of it. speaking yeah. scientifically speaking <laughs> this um, morning we found that out so yeah. somehow somehow you filtered it back through because i was like we're just gonna throw this away and somehow we're gonna, I i'm gonna rinse it out and we're gonna start over mm -hmm. but you didn't you no i told you i was gonna do it saved that pot of coffee you and i both needed that it had cup no of coffee. it had no grounds in it no, yeah, not when we drank it, but it absolutely, it had all the grounds. You saved the day and the coffee. Uh, well, That's my technique happened. involved a ladle. A ladle, yes. And patience. <laughs> Both uh, very large. Very large. Well, no one should use small ladles anyway. What do you use small ladles for? That sounds like that sounds like something that would be on Downton Abbey. Little tiny ladles. They probably have a place. Oh yeah, a little posh lab ladles there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Posh. Oh, you like how you use posh? There? I do. Yes. <laughs> well, that was our morning. Yeah, and I mean, like, here's the thing: we're we're dragging a little bit. Not even not right now per se, but oh, like speak for yourself. Okay. Well, I'm not dragging a whole lot. <laughs> Uh, but we do we do want to get through this episode, not just to get through it, but because we miss doing this podcast. We legitimately miss doing it. You mean we literally miss doing it two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah. No, well, that's why we both, mm -hmm. you know, literally and literally miss, miss and missed doing mm. past tense and present tense. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sorry about that. We're trying to be better about that. And so please bear with us. Um, we, we're going to be talking about this here in just a little bit. October is going to be probably a barren wasteland of podcasts. Um, and I apologize about that. We couldn't get them done in September. Yeah. It's not looking good for October, which we had plans, but some the of our, sometimes people are, you know, people that we're physically in the room with have things that they need from us. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. His and name they, is PJ. Oh, well, we had, we had a lot of people who had needs in yeah, our, like, dogs. in our um, immediate community. Oh, you're not, you're talking about, like, not. Ta I'm talking, I'm ta no, yeah, I'm talking about people beyond just our family that oh. kind of needed us and our attention. And, and it, just was, didn't, it just didn't happen. I was thinking more along the lines of when we try to record and the kids are like, what's your password? <laughs> And knock, then, knock, and knock. PJ's knock. like, I don't want to sleep right now. <laughs> anyway. Any second now. Hey, oh, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> we need to get through this podcast. Hey, we are going to take a short break, but please don't go anywhere because today we're talking all about my recent trips, me being gone, and... And later on, stick with us in the third segment, we're going to be talking about the most recent trip I went on, which was to Strong Tower Con in Brookfield, Wisconsin. 
first ever con. It's great. Loved it. Spoiler <laughs> alert. But hey, there's more on that, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Welcome to The Lightning Round, brought to you by Mobiga. I'm Steven with your weekly source for all things movies, video games, and more. Now grab your ponchos and let's catch up on this week's news. Charlie Cox says the new Disney Plus Daredevil show will be a season one, not a season four. So it'll be a new version of Daredevil without continuing the story from the Netflix series. That's fine with me, though I would have loved to see where things went with Bullseye. Maybe he'll come back at some point too, maybe? I don't know. Amazon has announced Blade Runner 2099, which makes that for 50 years after Blade Runner 2049. Ridley Scott is returning to produce, and I really hope it's good. Eagle Eye players found an almost perfect recreation of The Office from The Office inside of an office in The Last of Us Part 1 remake. Pretty awesome, though I'm not seeing a giant chili stain on the carpet, so hopefully that'll come later in a, in a later update. Finally, a new look at the sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. This new game is titled Tears of the Kingdom. And that's pretty much all we got. I'm still excited, though. GoldenEye 007, after all these years, is returning to a Nintendo console. Players can expect to see the title on Nintendo Switch Online, quote, soon. We get a lot of soons from Nintendo, you know? And it kind of makes me want to kick some golden butt. You know what I'm saying? Possibly the biggest news of the week. Garfield Lasagna Party has been announced for all consoles coming in November. Is it the Destiny Killer? I don't know. Only time will tell. I hope you like Assassin's Creed because you're about to get a lot of it. Assassin's Creed Infinity, Hex, Hex, Hexy, Hex, uh, Codename Red, and Mirage have all been announced as upcoming titles for the series. These four releases will vary in scope and length, uh, but we're also still getting that Netflix series plus a mobile game. Remember when we were all complaining about Ubisoft releasing too many Assassin's Creed games? Hmm. Well, it looks like the storm has passed. Be sure to check out the Mobiga podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to that sort of thing, where we're talking all things movies, video games, and more. I'm Steven, and thanks for joining me this week for The Lightning Round. Back to Church Nerds. My name is Bubba. My name's Anna. And thanks for joining us just in general. Hey, if you found us anywhere else besides LTN Radio, please head on over to LTNOnAir.com for the best Christian indie rock, pop, and hippity hop. And it really is. Like, I'm continuously blown away by the quality of music that we have on that radio station. I would say that we can't take any credit, but there's a lot of not-so-good the CCM Christian contemporary music that's out there. Yeah. We do our best to filter most of that out. And radio Matt is an absolute workhorse as far as like finding things yeah. that are great. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's just phenomenal. I think I was telling somebody the other day, um, they were, they were asking about LTN radio and I was explaining to them where we grew up. Mm-hmm. 
in New Mexico, and there was mm-hmm. Calvary Chapel of Albuquerque yep. had M88, yep. and it was this banger of a radio station. The only good thing about living in Clovis, New Mexico. Or New Mexico in general. <laughs> and so it just, it, it was a great website, or well, I guess it was a website, website? M88.com, maybe? Oh, I'm sure they had a website. Dot, it feels like it was a dot .net, dot .gov, I don't know, it was one of those things. But anyway. Org. That's what we, I don't think it was an org. org. That sounds right. Oh, maybe it was. Well, <laughs> we'll never know. Um, but that's what we grew up with. And so that's the flavor that Radio Matt brings into LTN Radio. And I yeah. absolutely love it. I like. Yeah, because it was like, I think eventually our area got um, Air One. Air One. Yep. And then also K-Love. Oh, we got them and all. And those radio stations were like, what is this? When you have grown, and if, if you work for either of those, which I think they're the same parent company, I apologize. We don't mean to be rude. But when you grow up with a certain thing, well, and yeah, then that we, thing we listen drastically to like a changes. lot of alternative rock and like rap and um, oh man, ska and yeah. punk. We, we listen to the very best in Christian indie rock, pop, and hip hop. That was what we listened to. I was um, in the Discord channel. Oh, shoot. Should have used that as my banter. Ah, I'll talk about it later. Oh, anyway, geez. pretend like I we're was having in, a podcast. Right I was now. in the LTN Discord server, uh-huh. which I am never. Lovethenew.com slash Discord. Got it. Yep. And um, I saw like the radio, like the what's playing um, oh, yeah. little channel. Yeah. And it was um, Super Chick, Super Trooper. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Take you back. I could almost sing that song, I bet. Yeah, I don't because copyright. No, I'm not going yeah. to. We can only play it on the radio. <laughs> but hey, go ahead and check that out. Again, that's ltnonair.com. You can also get it anywhere in the world on your cellular device. Worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. <laughs> by going uh, to ltnonair.com or by downloading the Live 365 app and searching for LTN Radio. Do yourself a favor. Get on over there. Check it out. Hey, um, my season of incessant travel is almost over. You excited about that? I feel like it's not almost over. I said almost. I said almost. Because it's like the last biggest stretch. Oh, no, for real. Still has yet to come. I've just been like. As long as it is felt up to this point, we we have just been like preparing ourselves for October. It. Yeah. October is coming. Yes. Yes. Because yeah, that was a Game of Thrones a, reference. It's a big one. Yeah. Oh, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Oh, yeah. Makes um, sense. It is Texas-ish winter, October. No. It gets chilly. Texas fall starts November 1st. No, it's already started. No. No, it's, it, I'm sorry, in the world. world it, in the world. Again. Texas fall Nope. Start. We're like barely, we're still in blazing hot summer. Listen, let me tell you a short story. Speaking of travel, um, I've been going out of Texas a lot. Yeah. Don't, uh, I don't want to hear People make fun that. of us. Okay. <laughs> do yeah. they? Yeah. And do so, they really? Yeah. Shocker. Yes, absolutely they do. And I'm not helping things because every time I travel, I tell them, I don't know exactly where I am right now. And I don't have to know because I live in Texas. So, um, I, you're making the rest of us look bad. Like we're geometry dunces. Geometry? Ge- <laughs> I told you I was tired. 
geography. He's making me look like a stupid. It starts with the same th- several first letters. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> but so anyway, I'll stop like, talking. I've been. <laughs> no, you won't. I've been traveling and going all over the country. Um, yes, just. Uh huh. You over went the place. to. Oregon. I did go to Oregon. You I went loved to, it. Uh huh. You went to Indiana. I did go to Indiana. Have you been anywhere yeah. else with, recently? Um, no, I traveled around Texas a little bit, and um, I have flown. Oh yeah. Through several thousand cities, mm-hmm. it feels like. Um, anyway. Yeah, almost got so stuck in Florida. You cool. talk to people, and they're like, "Texans are stupid," because um, we uh, we don't. That's not how it starts. Oh okay. Yeah. Mo- every time I meet somebody new in a different place, they're like, oh, your name is Bubba. Yeah, did dead your parent- giveaway. Did your parents name you Bubba? Uh-huh. I'm like, That's no. always the first question. Mm-hmm. No. And that, honestly. Is your husband's name really is Bubba? Is it really Bubba? My husband's name is not really Bubba. <laughs> uh, but then I tell people that I it's not, but I've thought about changing it legally uh-huh. because of how often I yep. use it as Bubba. Yeah. And um, it just would make things so much easier. <laughs> it, yep. it really would. It'll probably never happen because I don't know that I have the time to do it. It probably costs money too. Oh, I I'll go just get money out of the bank. <laughs> That's where I keep all my money. Um, but anyway, I've been uh, traveling all over the place and it's been really, it's, I don't know. Like when, when I, if we get, go into the Wayback Machine. Uh-huh. When I, we were with Game Church mm-hmm. and we were traveling to 14 shows a year, just like not me personally, but right. Game Church was going just every other weekend. They were like at a show. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember looking at that and going, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I lo- still to this day, I love to fly. I don't always enjoy all of the things that come with it, but I like the moment of flying. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, reading or sleeping or watching a movie um, or uh, <laughs> recently watching live television and watching football games because I'm traveling later in the day mm-hmm. on the flight. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, you would be interested to know, maybe you wouldn't be, but um, our good listeners here, you'd be interested to know that I do not meet a lot of people in the airport. Period. We've talked about this a little bit, how I extrovert so hard mm-hmm. that when I do not have to, I'm just kind of chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, this last time I ran my earbuds dead twice, <laughs> uh, but that's not my fault. Uh, it was mainly because I was in the airport from about 9.30 a.m. and my flight didn't leave until 7. P.M. P.M. Yes. That is too much airport time. It's a lot of airport time. You could have seen so many sites in southern Indiana. I wasn't in southern Indiana. I was in Wisconsin. Oh. So I would have had to drive six could have hours. Eaten so much more cheese. Let me, let me tell you let me tell you how, how long I was in the airport. Luke and Matt dropped me off at the airport on their way out of town. Mm-hmm. And they made it home. After stopping in Indianapolis, they made it home before my flight, my you first said, flight boarded. Gee, thanks, guys. Yeah. I told him, I was like, hey, take your time. Hey, we don't have to leave the house so early. Like, it's, <laughs> come on. Yeah. 
But I remember looking back on those times and going, man, I just, if I could just travel, like that sounded wonderful. And it's not because I was just trying to get away from, well, maybe, maybe it had something to do with trying to get away from stuff. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like you and kids and family and stuff. And you but just like, tell yourself whatever you want to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working this out as I'm saying. <laughs> but honestly, like I'm, I'm legitimately thinking like I enjoyed being gone because it was, you know, usually during really rough times at work um, and not having to be there was both a, <laughs> it was, it was cathartic and it was also terrifying because I knew I was, you know, I was the technology director at our church and yes. I knew that I would get a call. Oh yeah. Because if you walk out the door, no matter what preparations you have made, it, this sound system will implode. It never. Yeah. Pro presenter wouldn't work. The slides wouldn't trigger. Uh, the microphones didn't work. The Somebody has a last minute on. addition oh, to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started calling it Bubba's law. No longer is it Murphy's law. It's Bubba's law. If I leave, it will hit the fan. And yeah copious quantities i think that's still true uh oh well maybe it's different but it still hits the fan um maybe this is what i mean of the with moments. the sound system hey not when, for me when the sound tech leaves i think that's oh i happens. was gonna say not for me yeah um maybe it's one of those moments where like that's how you know you live in a simulation oh, think about yeah. that maybe i do want to do an episode this is actually that. a dream yeah so anyway I, I, here's what i've come to know is that that's great like leaving is is not in and of itself bad right um but it's not always great yeah when i leave things don't necessarily always go well um we have you and i um we've had to learn how to deal with being apart and by no stretch of the imagination do i think that we have it figured out i think we are figuring it out and next year and in subsequent years, my travel will be different, like wildly, vastly different as Luke picks up all of our, our mission stuff and going on the trips. When I do travel, it won't necessarily be as intense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I might only be gone for a couple of days instead of five days at a time. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, so I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit. It, it, this is kind of lighthearted, but it's also like, hey, you might learn something about being away from people. And like, this is a massive part of what we do. And this is probably one of the biggest parts of our life right now um, is yeah. when dad is away, how do the kids act? When Bubba's <laughs> away, how does the wife act? You know, kind of a deal. Uh, it's not pretty how many (laughs) how many things are going to be you know uh top side when i come back Um, yeah you know yep i thought we were gonna lose a fish we didn't lose a fish (laughs) so um like i said everything leading up until this point right now has been practice for october in october i am going to be gone for three weeks like three total weeks from like the 13th through November the 4th. Yeah. It'll and be cumulative. Two weeks of that. Two, like there's that no, it's, it's solid. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's a couple of things that we've kind of figured out. Um, Anna, what are some of the things that you do to deal with me being gone? Um, <laughs> well, I just feel like 
first of all, I'm not very, I'm not very good at it. Um, I'm not, I, I wish I could say I was a little more joyful about it. I'm not. Um, one of the things I do is try to, um, guard my, guard my speech to try to not complain too much about it because that is a struggle. Um, I do avoid a hosting life group in our house like the plague. Oh yeah. Just because I'm like, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's already kind of, you know, it's a big responsibility. Um, and I, I personally take on the lion's share of the responsibilities of hosting life group, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I prepare the house, I prepare the food, I prepare the lesson. Like that yeah. is normally how it goes. Um, and I'm just like, I just don't know if I can commit to all of that while also solo parenting. Yeah. Uh, it just feels like maybe a little bit of an overcommitment. Right. Um, which, you know, personally, I'm like, I hate to cancel. I hate to cancel life group. So if we can just farm out hosting responsibilities, which we have some really awesome people in our life group who will, you know, Step usually up. let us, let us crash at their place or whatever. Yeah. Um, then, you know, I try to do that. Uh, this last time I was like this close to hosting as I was like, ah, nobody said anything. And then they're like, Hey, we'll do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> Thank they, you. They did people math. Like, oh, uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Well, we got this. Yeah. It was yeah. just really sweet of them. Um, in the past, I've mm. been like, okay, I want to think, cause part of, part of, um, I'm not really good at being by myself, honestly. Um, never been good at it. Uh, our first week of marriage and we're not first week, our first month of marriage, mm. uh, yep. you did there. camp. Uh, yeah. It's, and yeah. <laughs> of course I was uh, an absolute mess. Oh my the God. Entire <laughs> Called the camp and asked if I was no, alive. Dude. Okay, you know how camps don't have cell phone services and that's like one of the alluring things about them um, in this day and age? I, we just didn't really think that through. And nah, so yeah. it was like, uh, you never called me to tell me that you were there. I did not think that I would need to do that. Yeah. Now I know differently. A lot. Always call. I do, Always I do a lot of proof call. of life. Yeah, well, I've had several, I've had one family member die now, and then I've had other family members, like, actually have life-threatening injuries from sure. car accidents. Yeah. So I'm like, I just need to know that you are alive when you get to wherever yes. you're trying to get to. Um, and I, so I started calling your phone, like, hey, are you, I, because somebody asked me on Wednesday night, have you heard from Bubba and the kids? No, I haven't. Have you heard from them? No, they're probably fine. And I'm like, nobody's heard from anyone. They died on the side of a hill somewhere. I just know it. And so this series of messages, it's like, hey, just want to check if you got there all the way to, I'm so worried yep. that you're dead. I need you to yeah. please call me back. So I called the campground and they're like, oh, but. Bubba? Yeah, he's a serious guy. Mm, yeah. Do you want us to have him call you? And I'm like, no. No, it's no. fine. 
it's fine. <laughs> as as Don't I know worry about like, Anyway, anyway, um, I'm not good at being by myself. That's all I'm trying to say. Right. I get to be kind of a mess. I worry a lot. You um, are your father's daughter. Yes. And so sometimes I've in the past, I've been like, I need to distract myself. And so I would fill up our calendar really full of like seeing all these people and doing all of these things. Bad idea. And then the kids end up kind of a mess and then I'm exhausted by the time you get home. Mm -hmm. So this last time I was like, we're going to go nowhere and we are going to do nothing. (laughs) And the kids are like, oh man. Um, But we were trying to troubleshoot some bad behavior issues anyway. And so I was like, we're going to change it up and still had a lot of the same issues. So... I don't know what I'm going to do necessarily next time. Um, Also, there's that, like, usually we hang out in the evenings thing. Mm -hmm. So what do I do at that time? Um, I used to watch a lot of documentaries, Mm -hmm. a lot of British baking show. Oh, yeah. This last time I watched almost nothing. Actually, I did a lot of, like, prepping for Bible study. Oh, you think you're better than me? No, it... I don't. As you are. You are I, d- <laughs> I have been, and we're going to have a different episode about this later, but just pretty convicted about the way that I spend my time oh, lately. Oh, man. And I don't want to do that episode. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I feel like you're going to project no, on I'm me. No, I'm not. I am not. And I've got shows to watch. So no, thank you very much. No, no. Um, I was just trying to like do something while I was doing nothing and yep. actually and be intentional with my time, which helps my thought life, like the worrying and the anxiety and all kinds of things. I'm like, there's probably a solution for this. Anyway. Um, one thing that's really hard is evening meals because we're out a lot of evenings and it's either we eat junk or we eat frozen food this week. You've been trying to do crock pots, but then I'm texting you every evening. Like here's the last final things you need to do to the crock pot meal. Well, you're not going to be here. So we're back to eating garbage and and takeout. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be like fish sticks and And dino nuggies. Yeah. That's how I handle it. It's glamorous and wonderful. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. So that is, that's the chaos. On my end, here's what I've learned. Okay. I have learned. These are just. To call. To call home. Basic communication techniques. (laughs) I went so many trips, almost five days of zero contact. Because here's the deal. When I'm out and about, there literally is no time. You're thinking, oh, come on, Bubba. You're just walking around a convention hall. You're downtown Philadelphia. Just pick up the phone and call your wife. It's like, it's not like that. And so every, everything that we do with, with LTN is relationship-based. And relationships are time and their energy and their effort. And the less people that are there, the harder it actually gets. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But I found myself going, oh, you know what? Like, I nah. I'll just call her later. And then I didn't. And I'm like, oh, I'll call her later. I didn't. And so we literally had a conversation where it was, you have got to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh. And I was like, sorry. no, I don't. Oh, you freaking <laughs> wish. That was you that said that. And so anyway, um, we text. Yes. At nine times out of ten, it's not anything life altering Mm -hmm. or anything it's just again proof of life stupid things that we send back and forth we send a lot of tickety talks um back and forth the devil's platform yes absolutely to call it and like honestly we send more of those when i'm away 
Yeah. Because it's just a, it's another, again, communication tactic. Yeah. So whatever you actually put Satan's platform. I did. Yes. It's the worst. But, but Um, when you're gone, I, we, we send TikToks. But also we share information about real things that are happening. So we don't uh-huh. pretend like things are completely fine and wonderful. And no, okay. I have tried that. Child- yes. Children melt down. We need to talk about it. Um, water heater goes out. Real <laughs> thing that happened this past time. Uh, we need to talk about it. We need to, you know. And or sob on the phone you know, about you it. did do that. So sorry. But we got there. We got I had there. been holding it together so well. You did so great. Until you called and... Then I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's accurate, actually. That's what happened. Yeah, I remember that sound from before <laughs> when I called. Um, but generally speaking, just making a time when there literally is no time. Um, there were some days where I didn't call. Just call while you're pooping. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> um, but there were sometimes, even even on this last trip, um, that I that I didn't call. Some like days a couple I didn't. Of nights, yeah. But then I did. When mm-hmm. I could, and that mm-hmm. was that was good, and those were the things that we needed. So if you find yourself away from your SO, um, and if you don't have one, um, that is a significant other. If you find yourself away from them for extended periods of time, or even small periods of time, just find ways to do little communicative touches. Yeah, don't uh, don't go five days without yeah. talking to them. If you can go Bad five idea. days without talking to them, and they're uh, fine I mean, with that. I guess if it's early in your dating relationship, maybe it's fine. No, if it's early, there's no way. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. You remember that? We did that stupid stuff. Uh, our The beginning of our dating relationship was very strange, but to be still, honest. But still, if you can go five days consecutively without talking to your SO and they're okay with that, I have some podcast recommendations for you. I did date someone who was going to be away for a weekend and was like, I'm going to miss you so much and I want to call you every day. And I was like, why? Yeah, stay long. I'm good. Yeah. And then didn't realize that that was like uh, not a good thing. Relational red flags. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be talking about specifically Strong Tower Con in Brookfield, Wisconsin, which I had an opportunity to go to this past week. And it was fantastic. I want to share with you some of the stories um, and reasons why we do what we do on mission at LTN. So stick around and we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Radio Matt, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today I'm reviewing something old and new, Strong Bad Emails. It was 2002. I was a young, immature junior in high school when my choir instructor introduced me to strong bad emails, specifically the email entitled Techno. It was a strange online flash cartoon of a luchador wrestler checking his email and then replying to it in a humorous and PG-esque mildly offensive way. I was hooked. By this time, they were coming up on their 50th email cartoon. This series was one of many, and by far the most popular, ones on the website HomestarRunner.com. The main cast of characters in the Homestar Runner universe was small, and the whole series was born out of a college project when two students had to create a children's book. The site was run by the brothers Chaps, Mike and Matt Chapman, with the latter doing nearly all the voice work for the various cartoons as well. Originally starting with short and long-form cartoons focused on the titular hero, Homestar, the standard 
standard villain of the piece, Strong Bad, quickly became a fan favorite. Strong Bad emails were delivered roughly every week or two from August 2001 up through November 2004. After that, it became an every few weeks to once a month schedule up through October of 2009, when the series came to a halt after email number 205. Episode 206 randomly appeared in April of 2015. Since then, there have only been three new episodes, with the most recent one, a 10-minute long one focused on parenting with a hilarious spoof on classes that have you care for a sack of flour, releasing April 1st of this year. What makes this show unique to this day is the fact that every episode starts with and is inspired by an actual email, and most recently an actual tweet, sent to Strongbad. With the death of Flash a few years ago, the brothers chaps have made great strides to get all of their cartoons up on YouTube. The ones that haven't migrated over yet can still be viewed on HomestarRunner.com with the help of a Flash emulator built into the site itself, though it's not always perfect. Perhaps the most recognizable piece of pop culture to come from this cartoon is the fearsome dragon, Trogdor the Burninator, which has gone on to become a very popular tabletop game. LTN even got up close with the Chapman brothers at the most recent Gen Con event. It's possible Strong Bad and Homestar are quirky humor tailored for millennials, but I have hope that even today there are high schoolers in need of a wholesome off-the-wall chuckle like I was who will appreciate the genius of the cheat. Tape Leg, The Dumple, Senior Card Gauge, Teen Girl Squad, Limousine, and Asking Me for a Challenge! That's the review. And remember, when life throws pies at you, make yourself a tall, cool glass of pie-monade. Church nerds, once again, my name is Bubba. Once again, my name is Anna. And once again, if you've been listening on anything other than LTN Radio, do yourself a favor, ltnonair.com. Hey, special reminder, LTN Con is coming up very, very soon. You're going to want to go to ltncon.info, get all the hot, juicy goss, which is just details. There's no gossip. It's just, you know. Information you might want to know. Speakers, different events that we have going on. We've got a lot of really great merch. I'm telling you guys right now, you we, we're selling a water bottle. Oh. Yeah. You, I'm glad you're you're like, ooh, because I think water bottle. Really? Just like the the name. Oh, we hey, buy my water bottle. No, um, this water bottle where is Where do you go to find the water bottle? Awesome. Well, you can look at it at ltn uh, love that nerd.com slash store I'm, I'm i'm pulling it up right now yeah you can look at it uh but even that's a mock-up we got sent a copy or like a picture of the production mm-hmm. and the guy was like hey i don't normally send pictures during production okay uh but wow i you like this it? water bottle oh. and so oh. I'm very excited. Is it, what is it, it made, is it made out of metal? It is a metal water bottle that's got laser yeah. engraved etching Does on it. Does it have a Glowforge? It's a, f- what is that? Oh, no, he probably has like a oh. commercial industrial okay, thing. Well. He's not just some dude. And so, uh, but it has one of those flip straws. It's I think out, it's a 32 it's, it's ounce. It's out of stock. It is 100% it's 30 out, I, ounces. I put out 32 of stock. 32 ounces, rather. I put out yeah, of stock Yeah, so people can't so people order them. I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but uh. they will be available at for purchase at LTNCon. And then afterwards, whatever we have left over, we'll sell on the website. You didn't want to do like a coffee mug, a travel mug, and then do a uh, love thy nerd travel mug, this little bean of mine little combo thing. No, I that's that's gone all the way through my brain. Yeah. Yeah. We just only have so much money right now. But and, you're like, why drink water when you could ugh, drink yeah. coffee, hey, though? Hey, just put coffee in the, the water bottle. <laughs> so suck it out through the straw. That sounds like coffee. something an addict would do. Mm, I feel both uh, seen and attacked <laughs> by that statement. Okay, anyway. anyway go to ltncon.info. Check out all that stuff. If you can be there, great. If not, we are going to have most, if not all, of the sessions and breakouts, audio, video, stuff like that. Whatever we can get, we will have it ready for you on the website and right here on LTN On Air on our radio station, on LTN Radio. Hey, all of this traveling that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard of it. Not for nothing. I'm not well, traveling. That's a relief. Just to travel. Although. Uh, he says. What? Just. Where were no, you going nothing, with that? Nothing. <laughs> he says. <laughs> nothing. I said although, and you said he says at the same time. And I was very confused about that. Because um, there's no way you were thinking what I was thinking. I could have been. No way. Okay, no go ahead. Way on you Earth. say first, and then I'll say. Oh, and the, oh yeah, no, that's what I meant. <laughs> I was talking with our, at the time, student pastor. Um, one Mr. Lane Malikian. Heard of him? About a now he's our discipleship pastor. Still want to have him as a guest on this show if you're listening, Lane Malikian. Oh yeah, man, that's I don't it's know. It's never gonna happen. I don't know. If the the world is ready for that jelly. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so I was talking to him at one point about hey they were doing these things. I forget even what they were calling them, but it was just like this. He and Tyler were going back and forth like like trying to do things like i don't know if it was like betting or like yeah and then it was just lane versus tyler's what they called it yeah and the loser would have to do something something really like bad get your legs waxed or do that um that machine that makes you feel labor pains oh yeah i think that was one yep that was hilarious (laughs) but one of them i was like hey dude you could get like a 45 dollar airplane ticket through Southwest to just like go somewhere uh-huh. and then like per, somebody has to, you, you're flying out to, to Vegas and you've got to go and, you know, d- do a wall ride on, you know, the, the Mirage or something like that. Like you just got to do something stupid and then you get on a plane. You're there for three hours long enough to get there, do something stupid and then come back. Uh-huh. But somebody goes with you, films it, does all the stuff. It's just something fun and stupid. Sounds like a $500 video. It wouldn't be five hundred because I'm I'm telling you it's like but the person who has to go with you also has to have a ticket. Yeah. Um. What's forty five plus forty five? Is it one way or two way? Okay. What's forty five times four? I don't know. Yeah. Geometry. Am I right? <laughs> That's geography. I think is what you're trying to say. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the what we do with Love Thy Nerd is a little bit more than that. Banger of an idea, by the way. But it's more if than you do say so yourself. I do say so myself. <laughs> um. It's, uh, it's, it's always crazy to me. 180, by the way. Oh, thank you. Great. I'm glad you're paying attention. Got it. I was doing it in my head. Um, it's, it's always, it's always crazy to me to kind of see like the things that happen and the things that we see God doing in and through the lives of those who show up at a place to do something really as, I don't know, meaningless is like 
pushing little pieces of cardboard and plastic across a table. Um, and that's when we go to board game conventions, that's what we see is we see people that they are there for almost no other reason than to play games with other people. And I've never, I'm going to say this, I've never been to a convention quite like Strong Tower Con. And I mean that in the best way possible. So what is Strong Tower Con? Ah, what a great question. Yeah. Strong Tower Con is, this is the first ever convention in, this year it was in Brookfield, Wisconsin. And Strong Tower Gamers is, they're a nonprofit, a Wisconsin nonprofit. And they want to help people experience like the the goodness of gaming. And they do it from a Are Christian perspective. Oh, okay. hmm? well, if you would just stop stealing my thunder and stepping Sorry. on my toes here. Okay, go ahead. But no, yes, they, they absolutely are a faith-based organization. I mean, I was guessing by the name, honestly. Yeah. Strong Tower. Con. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You are my strong tower. Oh. I, was, <laughs> I was thinking of a different one. What were you there? Well, it went straight out of my mind as soon as you started singing. Well, what's 45 times 4? 180. Does that help you think of what the, the name of the oh, song? No. Okay. No. But anyway, so like this this organization um, basically founded last year, maybe a year and a half ago, because they were like, hey, we want to put this on. Mm -hmm. They want to do this convention. And they did it. And it was fantastic. Like there was, it, it was literally like, hey, you want a space to come and play games? Cool. Here you go. And then there were like vendors on the side. Oh, I know what I was thinking. Sorry. Okay, I can't wait. No, I was... The name of the Lord is a strong tower. That's, you know, like 90s, like 90s songs. Never heard of her. What? Never, ever in my life have I heard that song. Okay. Well. You and two other people <laughs> on the planet know that song. It's like, and my parents liked singing it, you know? Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Appreciate You're welcome. It. Sorry. I couldn't think of any, like, it just was in my brain until I could think of it. Or, you know what I mean? I, I do know exactly what you mean because I live with you. And so... <laughs> The the thing about this convention, what that is very different, and I mean wildly different from any other convention that we go to, uh -huh. is that it is run by a faith based organization. Yeah, and so I, we didn't really know what to expect. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest with you, uh, we were very like optimistic. I wouldn't even say cautiously optimistic. We were just like legitimately optimistic about it. But then it's like. Right. So it was like a Christian gaming conference. What are not even a conference it's a convention. Like, what is that going to be like? And we get there and it was just gaming. Like that's, that was what it was. But most of the people that were there were Christians or, mm -hmm. you know, subscribed to some sort of faith-based, you know, lifestyle. And that was bizarre to me. Yeah. Because we operate in such a completely different world most of the time. I don't forget that Christian gamers ex exist because they are one. But we, we don't have a lot of opportunity as LTN to very intentionally engage long form in that area. Yeah. And I think that that's why LTN Con is so special to us because right. that is the target audience for that is, is the Christian gamer. And if you're not a Christian, again, enjoy the peek behind the curtain here. Well, I mean, cause yeah, we talk 
we've talked in church is that we've been part of before. You know, there's always this, like you try to find the balance between the outreach and the inreach and yeah. the, you know, um, taking care of ourselves, but also being like mission minded and evangelistic. Um, and so LTN con has been the in the inreach. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's our discipleship breeding ground is mm-hmm. what it is. And so, and we're very intentional about that. So everything that we do, we tell people, Hey, LTN con is a, it's a conference. Like I want, it says con and all the other things you're going to go to for nerd stuff says con. It is a conference that we play games and have fun and do all, all sorts of cool stuff at, but we're bringing people into speak life and truth and vibrance into how you do gaming. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not so much with this. They talked about it, but they were like, ah, at the end of the day, people just want to play games. Yeah. And so what I learned was that that uh, that Wisconsin area really kind of like the the, the like the, the I guess that's the Midwest up there. And then like kind of the northeast like that, that whole area, heavy concentration of gamers. Oh. I mean, heavy. I'm not surprised by that. I, w- I mean, again geography right like if you look at a map you're like oh these things are close to each other but if you don't you're like oh man what is what's the thing but you know probably from like i would say like the dakotas down uh around you know up to pennsylvania and then kind of down over uh, you know a little bit to like kentucky like that kind of that elbow over there um and everything in between it highly concentration high concentration of gamers yeah and so there are two or three other conventions that are like coming up or just happened in the same basic area, Mm -hmm. the greater Milwaukee area, you know, Gen Con's over there in Indianapolis, which is like, it's really not far. It's about six hours, you know, uh, give or take. And so it's, I was, I I didn't know kind of what to expect. They were shooting for like 300, you know, ish people. Um, They ended up blowing that out of the water. Um, yeah, they were setting up tables. It, you know, it was a good thing that you know some people couldn't come some days and stuff like that because it you know created some space for other people to to play. But we were running demos. Um, we were you know having conversations. We were playing games. There was tons of giveaways, and it was literally just like come and come and play games, and yeah. that was the whole thing. And people freaking loved it. I mean, absolutely loved it. They signed up for games and we're talking like I ran Wonderland's War, by the way. You finally so got good. to play it. So good. I want to play it with you. So good. Okay. <laughs> so good. We won't play it it's just It's gonna you and I. be better than the great British baking show game. By a mile. <laughs> um, but that the that game I had slotted three hours for that game. Uh-huh. It's played over a series of three rounds. Uh-huh. We got both times I demoed it, finished the second round, had to clean up the table. Oh, no. Yeah. But anyway. Three like, hours. Yes. And I would tell people, I'm like, hey, dude, I, I had some people that weren't even signed up for it. I'm like, hey, I got free seats. I'm like, it's going to be three hours. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because that's what they're there that, to do. They, they don't have anything. Yeah. Where, where, are they, where are they going to be? Yeah. They would be like. Um, you actually don't have another game until five. I just don't ever have that kind of time. Like they do. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've blocked off a weekend for it. Yeah. So that's cool and fun. So we find ourselves like sitting around tables with these people, you know, for hours and hours and hours on end. 
and that's just like the beginning of it. So that's that's a really cool, intimate time that we get to like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to play Wonderland's War. Um, we taught other games too, but like I taught this one in Deliverance. And I'm going to teach you how to play this. And then over the course of, of our gameplay, you're going to learn a little bit about me just by me teaching the game, not mm-hmm. by me opening up about things in my life or whatever but like we're just gonna we're gonna bond over this this shared experience and what we saw was the same people that we would teach games to would come back Mm -hmm. and find us during open gaming time or would make it make it a point to walk by when we were demoing another game and say something or or talk to us or ask us a question or whatever like it was it created like i said that shared experience that bond yeah so this morning on Beard Bros, mm-hmm. you and Matt were playing Carcassonne, one of my all-time faves. Oh, man. Um, and you were talking about how to teach games. Yep. And some of the dynamics of, like, just how to do that and make people actually want to play those games. Mm-hmm. Um, and about how LTN uses teaching people to play games at conventions as a kind of, you know, relationship builder. And I was thinking about it, how I think that just the experience of having to learn to do something together sort of bonds people a little bit, which I mean, it's why companies pay for their staff to go and climb rock walls and do obstacle courses and stuff like that. Um, Because just being in the same room and feeling like you don't know what's going on, like that feeling and then figuring it out together creates this, yeah, just this experience, this moment, this and sort of a bond where you feel like, I've been through something with that person, even though it's just a game, I've been through something with that person. And so now I feel like I know them and I'm close, closer with them. Sure. You know, you don't feel like strangers. Right, 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 right. Um, And so I was just, yeah, I don't know. It just struck me how it's a simple tool, um, but pretty effective for, you know, being able to carry something forward. Effective. And I, I find myself saying this all the time. And anytime anybody gives me an opportunity to, to talk about this, I'm usually saying the same thing. Hey, you might write this off. Video games, board games, comic books, Marvel movies, pop culture stuff. You might write it off. But other people don't. And when you care about those things, people see that and they know that you are human. You know, you can bleed, right? And that you care about the things that they care about. And that's like, it's really great. And then you add in something that's like, hey, we, when I was doing Deliverance, it's a completely cooperative game, all right? And so everybody's working towards the same goal and you're trying to, you know, it, it's called min-maxing. You're trying to make the best of the situation by doing the absolute perfect right thing, mm-hmm. right? And when when you finally get across the finish line and you win and you do it, it's such a cathartic experience, especially in that case, because you're all doing it together. I'm not trying to beat you. You're not trying to beat me. We were doing this thing together, right? Even in cooperative, or I'm sorry, uh, competitive situations, like you may have been in the same battle and you guys went through that thing together. It just, it always baffles me, like legitimately knocks me out when 
Like I see it work. I'm always like, I can't believe that worked. Legitimately nope. knocks you out. Knocks me out. I'm oh, KO'd dear. on the oh, ground. Dear. Get the smell and salts out. Um, I've never <laughs> smelled smell and salts before. Um, I've smelled salt before. Is it like that? I'm no gonna idea. Guess, I'm going to guess it's exactly like that because why else no would they call idea. it No idea. Um, but here are a couple of, uh, and I'm, j- I'm just going to use like broad examples here. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to give you the stories of people, um, that they shared with us. We had people share testimonies and I mean like legit deep testimonies. We've got one person that has told me, um, on several occasions now that they would be more than willing to share their testimony about how basically they got saved through gaming. Um, and I was like, that is a great, wonderful, powerful testimony and how God pulled them out of some legitimate stuff. Um, talked with, you know, some other people who asked for very specific prayer about, you know, a, a young person in their life who, while we were at strong tower was on the brink of maybe not making it and reaching out to us. Again, we, this is the first time we've met people like this and they're like, Hey, would you please pray for us? And so some members of our team had an opportunity to do that, to sit down and have these conversations um, with, with them and to legitimately, uh, they were telling me, they're like, I don't normally, you know, feel called to pray just out in the open for somebody, but I took him off to the side and we prayed for him. And I was like, that's fantastic. That's exactly what I want us to be doing is not making people feel uncomfortable with our Christianity, but engaging in those very intentional relational moments when we can. Um, and especially when somebody asks for prayer, that's a no brainer. Go out, boom, make it happen. Also, we were able to just encourage people. I cannot tell you how many people came, came to us and were like, I just had no idea anything like this existed. Well, how long have you been doing this? And I was like, I don't know, 10 years, like the better part of a decade. And then I'd go through the whole spiel of all the stuff that we've been doing with Game Church and now with Love Thy Nerd and all the other organizations that I know about and have the opportunity to deal with on a daily basis. It's like, yeah, man, we're out here. We're doing this thing. So we're trying to help people see and understand you are not doing it alone. And so that's us being out and about and traveling and like physically going to places where people are. It's not about, hey, look at LTN, look at how great we are. It's, hey, you're not alone. Like there are other people out here that are going through the same thing and trying to work out, you know, in fear and trembling, all of these things that we're, we're learning about with what God is doing in and through this area. And then, you know, we just get to, you know, just legitimately sit and listen to people talk about how God is moving in their life. And there was a story that somebody shared. And again, I'm going to try to be as vague as possible. But they they mentioned how a very specific thing that we were doing as LTN that was pretty legitimately mundane went back years in their life. I don't remember exactly how many they said, but I'm going to guess it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 years in their life where somebody told them, hey, this specific thing, this thing is God. And they saw us doing it. Again, it is a very mundane thing that we almost did not do. They saw us doing it and we're like, "I'm, I'm supposed to be here with you guys hanging out doing this. And so we have no idea 
We have no idea the way that God is moving in and through the lives of us and those around us. Because again, I cannot stress how mundane, I'll tell you what the thing was. It was playing power wash simulator. Somebody mentioned to them that, hey, um, this, this power washing thing, they're like legitimately power washing. He's like, this power washing is, this is what God wants you to do at that moment in time. And that stuck with him because of how weird that statement was. And so when he saw us playing power wash simulator, he was like, I'm supposed to be here. And I look at those moments and I go, man, we just, I, I remember having a conversation with Luke about how he was like, this game is boring. I don't really want to play this game. But I was like, dude. But we did. And now look, it's just, it's, it's so cool the way that God works. And I don't pretend to understand it most of the time. Um, and so I just, I just love it. You know, it, so many people saw us as an org that was out there, you know, that we're, we're really just doing this work that's necessarily not only to, to change the views of those, to change the views that are held by those, um, I guess I'm trying to say in the gaming industry, um, regarding Christians, because we talk all the time about changing the preconceived notions of nerds and church culture um, and vice versa. But they, they see us as people that are changing the views of people in the industry regarding Christians, but also as those who game regarding Christians. Like it's not just a, a one-way street, right? And so when people see that and they understand that, they gravitate towards it. Hey, we're changing Christians' minds about gaming, and we're changing gamers' minds about Christians. But even inside of that bubble— we're changing people in the industry, changing their minds about what Christians are. And then from the same side of that coin, we're changing the people who play their games, changing their minds about Christians. We're not trying to, to, to you know, save anybody or baptize anybody or, you know, force anybody into Christianity. It's not what we do. But when we travel and we go to these places, we have an opportunity to just kind of share a little bit of who we are and what we do. And so does that necessarily mean that traveling, you know, 59 weeks a year and doing all these things is like something that I need to keep up? No, it's not sustainable for me. It's not sustainable for us. Mm -hmm. Right. But the work that's being done doesn't have to be done by me and it can be done by anybody. So that's what we try to do with love thy nerd is, to help spread that so that you can better love and serve your nerdy neighbors wherever you are. And that's why we do it. Like I said, for a thousand reasons, but it all boils down to one thing, to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. Well, I think that's going to be it for us here on this segment. Stick around. Um, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we do have a nerdy recommendation for you. And we also have a Church Nerds Weekly Verse right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Nerds of the world, unite! Join us for LTNCon in New Albany, Indiana this October 14th, 15th, and 16th. 
For all the details, including our amazing speakers, tournaments, and breakouts, visit ltncon.info right now. LTNCon in New Albany, Indiana, this October 14th through 16th. Register now at ltncon.info. show today we do have a church nerds weekly verse but before we get to that i got a nerdy recommendation for you teasers we yeah edge your seat there much huh hey our nerdy recommendation this week is know thy gamer this is a brand new book that's out by our very own one of my friend my friends my friends friends my friends drew dixon mm-hmm. he is a co-founder here at love thy nerd and he wrote a book he started writing this book before he abandoned us. Yeah. I'm uh, not, well, I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> no, seriously, we uh, love Drew so much, and he wrote this book. This is a parent's guide to video games. Drew and, is brilliant. Oh, he's just so. An, that he, is what you need to know. Um, very solid. Yeah. Very, I don't really know of another word. He's just brilliant. Uh, the dude is good at what he does. Yeah. And in this case, it's writing a book. <laughs> and so we've been talking about this for a while. I say that yes. like I had hardly anything to do with it. But well, we've been talking about this as a staff for a while. And he finally got the offer way back when and started writing this book. And now it's out. And you can go and Buy it right now. You can go to knowthygamer.com, and it'll take you straight to all the stuff. If you want to pick it up on Amazon, you can go to smile.amazon.com and search for Know Thy Gamer. Smile.amazon.com. We haven't talked about that in a while. Yeah, I dropped it out of the stuff because it's a mouthful to <laughs> oh, say all that stuff. Okay, well. And we had other things we needed to say. Barely. Yeah. Barely any. But... um. I highly recommend this book. Um, my name's in it, so why would I not recommend it? You're not conceited at all. I'm just saying it's just a fact. My name is in the book. <laughs> um, my name is also on the internet. You should go on the internet sometime. Okay. Well. But, hey, seriously, if you are a parent, you have any questions about anything, um, Drew says very specifically in here, nobody is better equipped to help your child navigate the world of video games than you are. And if you feel like you're ill-equipped, get this book because you can. You need to be intentional in the time that your little one or your not-so-little one spends playing video games. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're innately evil, but we do need to be cautious and we do need to know and we can help you with that. So one of the resources that we have for you is Know Thy Gamer by our good buddy, Co-founder of Loveline Air, Drew Dixon. You can check that out at knowthygamer.com. Hey, Anna, you got a got a weekly verse for us here? I have a weekly three verses. Oh, we, we got ketchup. We're playing, uh-huh. playing some ketchup here. Now, uh, this week we're going to share. Uh, that was awkward. <laughs> What? I don't know. I just lost my... It's like I didn't know what word was going to come next out of my mouth. Who needs it? Anyway. Do what I do. Don't think about it. Our church nerds weekly verse this week is Hebrews 10, 23 through 25, which says... 
Let's hold firmly to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to encourage one another in love and good deeds, not abandoning our own meeting together, as is the habit of some people, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, drawing near the day drawing near I memorized oh. it as the day approaching you and looked I, away at the I last away. second yes oh my gosh so cocky over there <laughs> <laughs> no hey if you have any uh, questions or topics that you would like for us to explore here on the church nerds podcast we would love to talk about the things please do us a favor submit your idea by going to lovethynerd.com slash producer and fill out the form it's super simple. Just do it. If you're like, oh, these dummies do never it. talk about anything we want to hear about, put it on the form. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. If I like it. If I don't like it, then we're just not going to talk about it. <laughs> no. Um, but seriously, if you have an idea or anything that you're like, hey, I would really love to hear what Bubba and Anna have to say about this. Not that we're the be all end all. We certainly are not. Nope. Not even for yeah. our kids. Um. <laughs> But if you want to hear what we have to say about it, please feel free to submit that. And we would love to tackle that topic here. Um, you can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and on LTN Radio. I might have mentioned that once or twice. LTN Radio, LTN on air. A little bit. We've talked about it a little bit this episode. Yes. Yeah. You can find us, the church nerds, each and every Friday morning right there on LTN Radio. And we would just love for you to go to the website, lovethynerd.com. Check it out. Surf it. People still surf the web. Is that still a thing that happens? Do we say surf? I don't know. That, it, again, speaking of words that I wasn't thinking about as they were Whoa, falling out of my face. You just dated yourself so much in that sentence, I guess. Yeah. Well, you I can, don't know that we do say surf the web anymore. Well, either way, uh, you we can Google go, it. You can go to www.lovethynerd.com forward slash and then just stop. You can just go right there. <laughs> Uh, use keyword love thy nerd at your AOL search bar. Oh, um, make sure ooh. make sure you got plenty of floppy disks because you're going to save all those articles. <laughs> no, I'm talking about if you know, you know, um, who am I kidding? Nobody's saving articles or saving pictures. That's what they saved on floppy disks. Pictures, pictures. I used I... to go to the library with my floppy disk and I would find comic book covers and I would I would right click save image as. What? Put it no. Listen, it gets so much better. I would save it on a floppy disk, and then I would go back to my grandmother's printer and I would print them out. So much ink, so much ink. I, be, you're describing Caleb. Right I know, now. I know, <laughs> I know. And then I would take them all and I would I would compile them, the the different covers, into like a background image for the computer. Yeah, I had no life. I had nothing to do. Okay, so anyway, no, it's um, fine. Caleb, he he prints things, and then he'll like. Well, I think that he printed a controller of some kind of he image, did. Of, and he stuck it next to his wall by his a bed. Switch. Um, or he'll find he, um, you know, for his binder that has the clear like view oh, yeah. cover. Uh huh. Like, Destiny, you know, customize, yeah, find images to put in his binders or to tape onto things. Oh, man, I bet y'all thought he this does, podcast was over. Never have I ever used a, a library computer to 
surf the web, as no? you like to say. Oh, no? man. Never. What did you use a library computer for? I went to the library to read books oh. like a literate person. Nope. I, I only went to the library to get comic book covers <laughs> on the internet. Oh, my gosh, bro. You are such a nerd. Well, hey, look at me so. now, Mom. I'm the CEO of Love Thy Nerd, so I feel yeah. like I made it. Um, the, the kids mountain. talk about what a nerd you are like it's the best, coolest thing oh. ever. Daddy's a nerd. I, I've just won the internet. Yeah, well... Uh, you can send Father of the Year awards and trophies to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. I told Caleb that he was a nerd today because he's obsessed with this Spider-Man costume that oh, he really, yeah. really wants. Because he wants this very, 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 very specific. $60 starting. Well, like, variety of Spider-Man. Because no. there's a lot of them. Um, and I'm like... Why don't you just decide to be a more run-of-the-mill Spider-Man, and then it'll be a lot easier to get your costume? Because he's been Spider-Man, Spider-Man several times for Halloween. Oh yeah, because he's had several different suits. And I'm like, I just don't think there's a high demand for this suit because, no, like, not. almost nobody knows about it. No, you're kind of a nerd. He's like, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> like, Me? Yeah. Oh, this Lupin. old thing. Yeah. <laughs> he was very excited. Um, I don't remember how we got there, but go to lovethynerd.com. <laughs> Floppy disks. Floppy Surfing disks. the web. Surf the web. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. You are my hell. Hey, once again, I'm Bubba. <laughs> I'm and we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this today, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds.